Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Three Hugs and a Mic. I got my man GT and Limbo with me. And tonight, we got a very special guest uh, coming on a little bit later. But first, uh, Greg, uh, I would like to see what you think about that um, about FSU and Clemson coming into the SEC. Don't. They, right now, at the point, of, the more the merry. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and make this a super conference and have some fun with it. Who cares? Let's do it. Really? Hey, I don't care, man. Shoot. They I'm... still got to play the game, so let's just play. <laughs> Limbo, <laughs> what you think? Now, all I know is that intro just get me pumped every week. <laughs> That's all I know. So, if they, want, if they get me pumped like that, I'd say let them in. Let them in. Area, let's go. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, think about it, though, man. You got That's going to be Florida State, Clemson, then we got Alabama, Auburn, Florida. Then we got Oklahoma and Texas coming in. So what's the problem with it? Come on. What's the problem? I mean, we're, I mean, we're I mean, it's going to work out eventually, but I'm just trying to think of how to, I mean, I mean, especially if they go to this 12, uh, 12 game format with the uh, tournament, I mean, with the playoffs, I, I, how's that going to help the SEC? And now somebody's going to be left home. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It's competition. be left home. It's just competition, so let's just do it. They're gonna do it. Let's get it. They're all trying to fight for that name, image, and likeness. And they try not to lose players. And they they're gonna try to take advantage of it any way possible. So that's what they're trying to do. So hey, let's just go ahead and play the game and, and then go from there. Yeah, I think But then you the probably won't be left out. You know, if you if you just that good, you still get picked and go into the thing. So Well, yeah. you know, you know, Greg, and that would give you your two divisions too. That you were talking about uh, last week, a couple of weeks ago, instead of going to the fourteen division, that we get. I don't care. No, I don't care. Let's just go play ball. You know, this is all about money now. And, and I like to argue this with people. They say, you know, it's about education and it's a free man. This is big time dollars, and they're proving it every day. Who's still saying that? Well, you know, we got our pundits. We got you know the general public. Want to talk like that? We know it's about money and, and television rights and, and and all that other stuff. So, I'll be honest with you, I never thought it was a business until I came to Arkansas. I realized it was a business. You learned that. Where, where, where were you at? I'm just saying, I was just naive. Oh, okay. I guess. You know, I, I mean, I went to JUCO. You know. Yeah, I know. And then when I came there, it was it just the whole thing just opened up where it was like, dang, this is a business, and you know, and I was a little bit late to the game. I admit it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, uh, with that being said, with that being said, what's on your mind today, Greg? 
Well, let's talk about the Olympics, man. That's what's on my mind right now. I you knew it was. You knew. Okay, so let me ask you, gentlemen, what has captured your imagination thus far in the Olympics? Go ahead, Limbo. Shoot, man, I'm just looking at the skills and the talent, especially one of the most warming moment was when the high jumpers decided to split the gold medal and not have a jump off where both of them became champions. I thought that was great sportsmanship and something that both of them worked hard for and both of them deserved, you know? So I thought that was awesome. Well, me personally, um, I hadn't really watched it. I, I haven't, I hadn't been excited about it. Usually I am all into it, but for some reason this year, um, I just can't get into it. I, I don't know why I'm not, um, but if I didn't even know about that moment limbo, but that is, that is a good, uh, show of sportsmanship right there. But, well, okay, wait, hold on, Wendell. Then you just need to back up. And let me and Limbo talk about this because we watch it every day. Yeah, I know you. I mean, go back to watch your Sesame Street or whatever, whatever you watch. Right, so go back to Sesame Street or whatever. I don't know what you was watching. I'm working for hey, y'all. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm working for okay. y'all. Hey, okay. Well, let's, let me say this, Limbo. Let me piggyback. There were people on the radio down here in Dallas. They are hot that there was uh, there wasn't a jump off. They, they were saying those guys are are just quitters and, and they didn't want to compete. And I, I'm just thinking like you were thinking. Maybe these guys, didn't, they've never been at that level of competition, and, and they couldn't have gone any higher, to my knowledge. They'd already missed their, a lot of jumps at that, well, at that height. They didn't miss any jumps. That's the thing. Yeah. They didn't miss any. Well, they couldn't have gone higher. I thought they did. Right. So. Well, they could have went higher, but dang, you right there at the pinnacle. I mean, you yeah. know. Seven so, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, they they did everything right. They made it to. They had the exact same number of misses involved. Yes, or they didn't have any misses. They've done everything they're supposed to do. Okay, there's no need to go even any anymore. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 enjoying it, man. Let, let me say this. What I've noticed, and and I've also seen it reported that we have the women have won more medals. Than the men. Yeah, no, I, did, I, I did. I did uh, read up on that, though. Yeah, the women are doing their thing, man. Well, so what's oh, up with, oh, with the guys? How you read up on that? How you gonna read up on that? <laughs> hey, read up on that? I, Selective I, I, reading. I, I get the newspaper every now and then. So, Selective <laughs> reading. Selective information getting individuals you are. But that, that's that's been amazing. But I'm telling you, the, the swimming and the track, the competition in the swimming has been phenomenal. Uh, the track and field is getting better, and I can't wait to watch tonight's uh, finals in track. And tell you what I saw the other day that was probably the most exciting I've, I've seen was the table tennis. Man, them jokers were moving like, boy, I tell you. That's, that was some of the coolest. Two feet in front of each other, hitting the ball 100 miles an hour. Man. Yes. I, I, I can't even keep up with it with my eyes. Phenomenal. Well, you know what? Yes. The, the one, the one thing I did watch, I did watch the, that. Uh, I can't think of her name right now. The little uh, young seventeen-year-old out of Alaska, who won the um, uh, beat uh, Ledecky. 
I believe it was. She ain't seventeen. Dude, she was she seventeen. She was, a, she was in high school. She when, was a, the, the little, when uh, she first started. She done been in three other Olympics, dude. Her, she her, got the most. No, no, man, the, the seventeen-year-old girl from Alaska that uh, did, she didn't even have a. She only there's only one Olympic-sized uh, swimming pool in the whole state of Alaska, and you saw her high yes. school. Her, her high okay. school was, okay. video was jumping up yes. and down and everything. I did watch yes. that. Oh, okay. I did watch that on the news. Two hours away, so she can so she can swim. No, I, I, I watched, I watched it in real time. I watched yeah, it he saw it on TV. He he saw it on the news, man. Come on, boy. <laughs> I saw it in real time, man. I saw, I saw it in real time. <laughs> that, right, that's, so about the, that's about the only event that I actually watched in real time. That's you ever watched the gymnastics? Well, when when Simone Biles dropped out, I was like, "What's the use?" What, what you mean dropped out, dude? Ooh, I'm, come on, let, let, let's let's talk about that. Okay, well let's talk. I mean, I'm. Let, I, let's it, talk about that. It, it, let me, it, let me it, say. It, let, wait a minute. Wait on. a minute. Wait a minute. Because yes, I did. I followed, she didn't drop I, out. I followed that story. She withdrew, but I followed that. Yes. I followed that story. And if you're not, if your body is not right, your mind is not yeah. right, and you 15, 10, 15 feet in the air, you don't know where you're supposed to land. I would get out too. Boy, boy. Come on, man! I, I, I was just watching on too. TV. I just watched on TV. This guy just fell on the uneven bar, so he didn't fall. He didn't know where he was at. Did you hear me when I said "woo"? That's what I was watching. Yeah, I know. Hey. Mine's a little behind you. I got direct TV. Okay. So, so let me say this though. What she, I think she saw something, or she tweaked something, and it scared her. And that that happens at high level competition. And I liken that to like a wide receiver. Running across the middle and get hit real and a defensive hard. back yeah. and a defensive back knocking them out and that joker come out there with with alligator arms and stuff like that. Right. You don't hear people, you know, really really complaining except within the house, the football house. So I'm glad she got back on that horse, so to speak. Yeah, she and, came back and won a bronze today. Yeah. Well, I'm not even worried about the the winning of a medal. I just wanted her to compete. Right. Because when you get that little shot. And, and something happened. I mean, you tweak your leg or your ankle, or you you know you walk on a tightrope and, and you slip and fall. That is a, that's it's a challenge. It's a it's a scary feeling. It's, and no a, one wants to a, admit. Yeah, it's it's a mental block there that yes. stop, that stops you from being yourself. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And yes, sir. That's, that's like coming I mean, back from have... coming back from knee surgery or something, playing football or yes. basketball. Yeah. Yes. Well, you have the whole world on, on your shoulders and everybody right. expects you to do good. And here's the deal. You know, some people have anxieties and pressure and all that, and I, and I get that. I mean, I have a hard time speaking in front of people. I get very you know, uh, anxiety and everything else. So I understand, you know, you know, you know, you go through stuff like that. I'm glad she's back out there and showed what type of champion she is. I mean, and I sure hope she comes back for the next uh, – Three years for the next one. Hey, she's going to be too old. Well, yeah, let me ask you yeah, on the flip be, side of that. Then, man. I don't yeah. care. She's still the best in the world. She's still the GOAT. Okay, well, let, let's flip, it, flip this then. Uh, our, our tennis superstar, Djokovic, made those crazy comments saying, you know, talking about pressure and you want to be in the pressure and you should ex- uh, accept it, etc. and kind of downloading her mental thought process. And then he has a mental breakdown. <laughs> and he starts throwing his, his racket and cussing and stuff. And then he withdraws. Now, which one is which one is worse? She, she falling for 15 feet now doing flips. Or you can't hit a tennis ball and you throwing your racket. 
Yeah, doing the temper tantrum. Somebody yeah. need to tell you, yeah, that's that's that little spoiled little little privilege that he's talking about. A little tennis boy, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you playing this, you know. You think you think you can get away with? You think that's okay? Because he probably did it as a child. Well, he called her out, and and and, and I understand. Nobody well, shouldn't call well, out nobody. Well, one thing yeah. that I, that I've learned over the years, man, is that you don't never talk about nobody and whatever they're going through because that same never same know. instance can fall Absolutely. right back on you. And and, and he didn't and he didn't handle it as, handle it as well as she did. Yeah, exactly. He had to, he tell he handled it like a little spoiled brat. Yeah. Well. If this wasn't a family show, I would say what I really thought they defended it like. <laughs> but this is a family okay. show. So I will not say it. Say, okay. say two shorts well, favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Two short favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Yeah, everybody can put that on there. Go listen to two short his favorite word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let, let's we we got a couple minutes before before Limbo gets our guest on. Let, let's finish with this. I was highly disappointed because I was expecting our softball team to win, and then I found out that our starting pitcher, thirty-seven, thirty-nine years of age. I'm like, okay, you know, we we got to have a changeover with our younger ladies, but that's because softball and baseball haven't been in the Olympics the last couple of years. Right. What do you think about that? Well, with them, you know, no softball and no baseball, you know, the last two Olympics, I believe. Well, I that that kind of shocked me because I thought that they had been in there for. I mean, you got the Little League World Series, you, you know, got the College World Series, and you got, got the major leagues. I thought they had always been in there until I read that the other day. And not only uh-huh. that, not only that, but the soccer team lost to Canada the other night. Shocks, man! Did you see that? Men, yes, I did. Volleyball too. The yeah. girl and the men, the men yes. and the women volleyball. Come so, on. So I mean, so, I, 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 I may not be watching it, but I am keeping up with it. Keeping up. I know. I'm going to listen to you. You don't see all this, but you ain't watching it. I'm going to be like, how do you do that? <laughs> I mean, well, you know about it all, but you won't be seeing nothing. Yeah. I got okay, DVR, but so we don't. <laughs> but when when do limbo? Softball and baseball have been out. They may be out in, in 2026. But this BMX, surfing, rock climbing, skateboarding, I thought those were X Games sports. When did they become Olympic? I believe they uh, surfing was the first year for surfing was this year. So uh, they bring bring back softball and baseball and make the rest of the world play it instead of that. Because this is them Xbox games, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. That, that, I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. I mean, and to I mean, me, to if me, I had a kid playing it, I'd understand it. But they, I don't got no kids surfboarding. Even if I had a kid playing yeah. it, I would still think those were where the X games belong. You know, if they had their own thing going, you know, you had they had their own thing going. Don't the X games have their own little? Yeah, they do. They do. They, they do. do. Yeah, they do. exactly. And so, to me, I mean, I can. I can see because it's because the popularity of it of, of it has made it where they put it into the Olympics, but I don't think that that's what the Olympics. Rock uh, climbing. That's I don't think that. Rock, yeah, exactly. That I don't. Rock think, climbing. I don't, I don't think that's what the Olympics when when they formed the Olympics in the beginning, it was about athletic proudness, not necessarily doing tricks and all that stuff. So that's my. Well, opinion. I don't know, but. 
I can't I can't it's, rock climb because I'm too heavy, I, but I don't know how that's an Olympic. I was a little that, that's all. and this ain't knocking nobody, and I'm not taking nothing away. I don't want nobody trying to, you know, saying nothing bad about me. But the ribbon and the trampoline is not an Olympic sport to me either. Well, I, I like I like to see you rock climbing. That that <laughs> that's what I like to see. First of all, when, my, when stomach, my stomach my stomach too big. Just stomach too big. <laughs> what did you say, Wendell? I said my stomach Wendell, too what big. What was that you said? I said the the ribbon twirling and the trampoline. Those two, I don't see them as being Olympic sports either. I've never seen it. That's why I probably turned it off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Cool. yeah they got trip, trampoline well, and all that stuff up there, man. Well, uh, that's pretty good, bro. Let's go ahead, uh, get a little break, and, and uh, Limbo, get get our special guest on, because I've, I've really been looking forward to uh, speaking with this gentleman. Uh, we all owe a lot to him, and, and can't wait to hear him. All right? All right, Limbo, yeah. Get him, bro. Let's go get him. Welcome back to Three Hogs and a Mic with our special guest tonight, Big Brother Jimmy Walker, 1975 to 1978, All-American, two-time All-SWC, Outland Trophy finalist, defensive MVP from the Hula Bowl, Pennzoil, defensive player of the game, the 1970 All-Decade Team, the Crip Hall Award winner, team captain, and 2011 Razorback Class Hall of Fame inductee, my man, Big Brother Jimmy. How you doing, sir? Man, I am doing great. How are you, <laughs> you guys doing? I tell you, it's been a long time, but, I, I, you know, it's an honor to be on your show. 
<laughs> I am so excited. I know Limbo's excited to, to talk with you. And, and hey, I'm gonna be honest. We don't know what the heck Wendell's doing over there, but we're gonna include we're gonna include that brother. You know, <laughs> we had no idea. But how you doing today, sir? What's going on with you? Doing good, doing good. In back in Little Rock, so back in Hogland. It's a you know it's a, a privilege to be uh, on your show tonight. And like I said, uh, I thought it was an honor when you guys. Invited me to come on the show. Well, we, let, let's get it started then. I know Limbo, he has the first question, and then, and then we'll pick this joke up. We can talk about anything and everything. And if you want to say it's off limits, it'll be off limits. But this is a family show, and this is what we're doing. Razorback to Razorback, bringing us back home and trying to make sure we open up more doors and connections. So get it, Limbo. All right. So here's my question for you, because, see, I, I went to JUCO. First, before I came to Arkansas, because I felt like they overlooked me and kind of basically disrespected me. Uh, and I wasn't going to come, you know, out of JUCO, but they talked me into it. But when you was in high school, you was ready to go to an NAIA school. And then you got picked up like the last uh, few, last week after the All-Star game. Tell me how that happened and how you feel about that. I know you had a chip on your shoulder. Well, I really did, to be honest with you, because when Arkansas would come, I went to Little Rock Central High School, and we were a pretty dominant uh, high school team program in the state of Arkansas. And when Arkansas would come to the Razorback coaches would come to Central, I'd have several classmates running up down the hallway, hey, the coach is here. I know they're here to see you. Because I was voted probably, I was voted among peers as the best linebacker in the state. And uh, so Arkansas would come to Central, but they didn't come to see me. They came to see Juniors, which was Houston Nutt and Robert Farrell. After, <laughs> after, the day, after the day they had left, everybody was wondering, well, what did they talk to you about? Well, I said, no, they didn't talk to me at all. So it was a kind of a, a bitter deal because I wanted them to talk to me about coming attending the Razorbacks, but it never happened. And so I, at that time, I, I had signed the – at the end of the year, I had signed a letter of intent to Arkansas Tech, and I then I got recruited after the All-Star game by Georgia Tech, Pepper Rogers, and then Arkansas came running because I was voted the most valuable player at the high school All-Star game back in when, with, with all their four and five stars. I don't, even know, I don't even know if I was a one star, but I went to the high school All-Star game and just showed out, and the Razorbacks always kept one scholarship for one player that may be unforeseen in the All-Star game, so uh, they came to me, and my, and my mom really wanted me to stay in state and attend Arkansas, and, and that's what I did after praying on it. But, you know, I, I, I signed a scholarship, and I probably was the only person in the country ever signing a D1 scholarship without ever visiting the team. So I didn't even know what said it was. And I tell this story, but I laugh about it. When I got directions, they told me, to, to, you know, the directions to come to the university when freshmen had to report. Well, it was the Alma exit I was supposed to get off, but I got off at the Altus exit. <laughs> <laughs> so, you went all the way to Oklahoma. Yeah. You went all the way to Oklahoma. No. <laughs> so, so I, I'm riding along, and then I said, this don't look good. I, the direction ain't making no sense right now. So I pull, oh, over, I pull over at an SO gas station where the letters was missing off of the SO. And it was a bunch of country guys there. And I said, hey, man, can you tell me where where, where the University of Arkansas is? They said, boy, you're a long way from there. <laughs> <laughs> they, got back on, 
they got me back on the road after I told them I was, you know, a future Razorback. So they got me back pointed the right direction. But so, you know, needless to say, when I went to the university, I felt like, um, you know, just a token type player that was offered a scholarship at the last minute because as the times that I was at Central, I was hoping that they would come talk to me and they never did. But, you know, that's okay. But so to make a long story short is when I even after I got to the university uh, and found the university and all the freshmen were coming in, it was funny because it started from the very first day I, I stepped on campus because we got on the elevator, freshmen were, were reporting, and I parked, and I walked in with about about six or seven freshmen. And Coach Broyles happened to be coming in at the same time, and we all got on the elevator, and Coach Broyles knew everybody but me. And so, uh, all right, and so I said, wow, here it is. I'm signing a scholarship. This guy doesn't even know who I am. You know, so it was like, man, am I at the right place? You know, because the head coach didn't know me. You know, I thought he would knew, know me sight like he knew the rest of the freshmen. But uh, the, the, and then it, the story goes on beyond that because all the freshmen, as you guys well know, we were in Wilson Sharp dorm. Right, and, right. Uh, all the freshmen was on the third floor. Well, I was on the first floor because I signed the 33rd scholarship. So 32 other freshmen already had their roommates. So when I got uh, in the Wilson Sharp dorm, I was on the first floor. So the first three or four days, I didn't have a roommate until the upperclassmen came. And when the upperclassmen came, uh, uh, they came in the rooms, and I never will forget it. My, my uh, roommate came in the room, and he took a step in. He saw me in there, and he stepped back out of the room. And I can't say what he said, but he told some other guys out in the hall, he said, man, I have an MF in freshman for a roommate. <laughs> I said, wow. wow, this is this is this is really gonna be good. I, you know, this is my thing. I said, number one, they didn't really want me up here. Then now I have a roommate that don't want me in here. So yeah. it was like I had a chip on my shoulder from the very start. But it was just that um, it was just the way it started because I had a great career there. I thank the good Lord because He had His hand on me, but. Uh, it started off rocky. I can I can tell you that because even as being the state's voted the state's best linebacker in the state, when I got to the practice field, Jimmy Johnson saw something that I didn't see in myself. Him and uh, Coach Horton and everybody, they told me that uh, I was going to be on the defensive line. Well, I said, well, heck, can I even try out for linebacker? Because this, you know, that was my position. And they told me, no, that's you. You can forget it. And so I said, wow, man, I can't even play the position I played in high school because uh, they have said I was going to be a defensive tackle. Well, I didn't realize it as being a blessing because it really was because I was so so quick and fast. And, you know, I was always strong anyway, but I was just too fast for the offensive linemen to really keep up with me. I mean, I had strength as well as speed and quickness. So that worked to my advantage. And I to this day, I, I'll thank Jimmy Johnson and uh, uh, Coach Harold Horton and them till till I till I leave here. But th that was an awesome blessing to them seeing something in me that I didn't even see in myself. When did they start? When did they notice that? Uh oh, we had we got a diamond right here. When well, did they start realizing that that we got some here? And when did the wait 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 wait, wait, wait just we, we got to stop that. Let's go back. You were almost a wonder boy, right? Instead right. of a yeah. Razorback. Right. Oh, oh, exactly. oh, my goodness. 
Well, Jimmy, yeah. you've been the best. You've been golly, that's that's crazy. But Jimmy, that, your, your story, crazy. your story, kind of mimics mine. Um, I went, I went to Jacksonville, and we beat Central, by the way, to win the national, to win the state championship. <laughs> and, <laughs> and but but uh, you know, uh, Lou Holtz was the coach, and and they were coming to Jacksonville. They were they were recruiting a couple of my teammates, um, and. Uh, they didn't. Arkansas really didn't notice me. I actually got like an attentive, like like a little 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 interest from them after uh, I got a, uh, recruited by ten. I started getting recruited by Tennessee. And, okay. But, but my but my grandmama, my mamma, she wanted me to go to Arkansas. So I I turned out all my scholarships and I came up here to walk and walked on the Razorback team. Wow. And, yeah. And I mean, because you couldn't see Tennessee play back then because it, it was in the SWC. <laughs> right. Right. So right. so she wanted to see me on TV. And, and and so that's why I came up here. But I so I, 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 I feel what you're saying, because, you know, as as the walk on, I wasn't respected that much either. So as so I see what you're saying about it coming up here as a freshman, not one to be, you know, you're the last, you're like the Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So well, I, now, I, I now, now Wendell, back to my question, Wendell. What's that? Back to my question. Limbo, you when always make it about you. Stuff. It ain't about you. Not it's about, about our guests. I said when, <laughs> when, I'm asking our guests to answer the question. Okay. We ain't talking about your little high school uh, 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 heroics, okay? Now, 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 when did they start recognizing you as the superstar that you were? When they start well, realizing that. Something, it, it didn't take very long, and I, and I tell you this because I had a chip on my shoulder, and I was a defensive tackle. And, of course, Arkansas at the time, they had three first-round draft choices in the offensive line. Uh, uh, R.C. Cook, I mean, R.C. Uh, Tillman, Greg uh-huh. Cook, Gerald Skinner, uh, Leotis Harris, all those were big old offensive linemen at the Razorback head in the day. And so it didn't take long for me to be noticed because, and I tell this story, because I don't really tell it publicly, but I'm going to tell it now. Uh, the offense, Coach Brawls coached from the tower, and he would be up there instructing. And, of course, all the freshmen were put on a, as they call, scout team. And so, and I never will forget because I still was reeling over the fact that I'm, I'm at defensive tackle and not at linebacker. And so when the offensive line, when the, when the upperclassmen got there, they broke the huddle, and they had a little agreement with all the little freshmen, which I was one of them. They said, hey, guys, y'all just take it easy, and we'll take it easy on you. And I didn't really take those words lightly because I felt I was one of the best players in the state and at the Razorbacks, and I told them, I said, hold up, uh, you take it easy, and I'll take it easy on you. So I didn't have a very good uh, likable start from the Razorbacks. So, but – it, it it didn't it, it it turned in my favor because, as you know, the quarterbacks were live when they were playing against the scout team, and it didn't take me but about three different times to hit the quarterback, um, for brawls to get on the tower and, and say some things about getting me off the field, because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. they were, and so the offensive line didn't like me because, I was basically, unblockable. I won't say unblockable, but I was, I was raising havoc. In the in the uh, in the uh, scout team against the number one offense, so I was basically it was a promotion for me 
within within two weeks, I was moved from the scout team down to the varsity. And I probably, they said, uh, people told me that I was one of the first freshmen ever to be moved this early on the varsity team. But I didn't take it that I thought it was like another slate, you know, on me because I said, now I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and they don't even want me on the field now. So, right. <laughs> so I went from uh, the scout team started to back up, back up on the varsity team, but Jimmy Johnson and them loved it because they felt that, you know, I, I had something to bring to the table. If, if, uh, uh, Greg Cook and RC Tillman, they couldn't block me. They, so it's, I, I must be something special about this guy, but any event, that's how my career started as a freshman being on the varsity team before even the, the first week of, uh, first, first week of tour days was over. Mm. That's something. Well, who, well, who something. else went with you? Yeah, yeah. Who else was with you or went in that class in your recruiting class? My recruiting class was Dan Hampton, um, Cal Cagney, um, oh man, uh, William Hampton, uh, Larry Jackson, uh, Dale White. I mean, there were quite a few. All these guys were highly recruited studs Donnie Bobo, Michael Forrest, Ben Cowing. Um, a lot of freshmen that were highly recruited by the Razorbacks, but I was not one of them. But I was right. the first one of them to to be pulled out of the scout team to to go up, you know, as a backup in the varsity. Well, that's an amazing group of guys that, in that class. And, you know, we we tease other guys and talk about the, the the their class and who did what in bowl games. That's a that's stellar who you played with, who you came in with. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's the same guys that were highly touted in the All-Star game. And, and I, I don't know what all I did, but I did some of everything in the All-Star game because I wanted to show the Razorbacks and everybody else that they missed out on somebody uh, in that in that All-Star game that in that whole week because I wanted to let them know that I was uh, I, I was the best linebacker in the state. So, like I said, it, it went from there to uh, being getting a scholarship offer. Wow, wow. That, that's so, fascinating. You know, you know, as I think back over my career, to be able to play in an all-star game, two all-star games, one high school, one college, three bowl games, and was defensive MVP in two of the games. So four out of the five bowl games, I was a defensive MVP. And so it was just uh, a, a, a really a credit to what Coach Johnson, Jimmy Johnson and, and uh, Errol Horton and all of them, you know, were able to bring out of me that I didn't see in me. So who came to talk to you at the bowl game? Which coach came up to you and said, hey, we're going to offer you a scholarship? Uh, Ken Turner. Ken Turner. Coach Turner? Coach Turner. Coach Turner, yeah, Turner was my Turner. favorite people, bro. He was yeah, my favorite he, coaches. He came to me right after the All-Star game and said, Arkansas is going to give you know make it a scholarship offer to you. But, you know, it was like it didn't really mean anything at the time because I was kind of committed to going to, and then also, I, but before they came, Georgia Tech had also was there that offered me. So I had two, two division one schools offer me a scholarship at the same time. And of course I said, well, heck, I'll probably just go to Georgia Tech, but my mom talked me into staying and, and going to the Razorbacks, which was a blessing. Because mm. deep yeah. down, I really would want, would wanted to play for Arkansas, but as you well know, if somebody don't want you, then you don't want them. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, what was the what was the atmosphere like up in, in Fayetteville? I know it's different from Little Rock. What was your impressions of Fayetteville? 
Well, it was different. I'll say that because you got to realize I, I, I was <laughs> I was fortunate to have Jimmy Johnson as a defensive coordinator because he kind of let me be myself. As you know, as well know, I was a linebacker at Central, and I was patterned myself after Dick Butkus and Ray Niskis, so I wasn't a nice fellow, and I talked a lot of trash. <laughs> well, Arkansas was, Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas was not used to anybody coming up there talking trash. So, I mean, and I guess uh, Dirt Winston was probably one of the first, him and Bruce Mitchell from, 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 from miling off, but not a freshman. You know, freshman kind of right. coming up there talking trash just wasn't never heard of. But so I was one of them ones that always talked trash, and it didn't matter who we were playing or whatever, but it was just – it just gave me – I was used to it because that's how I came up in junior high and high school. Right. So you were, wow. so you so you were Dion Sanders before Dion Sanders. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I love it. Matter of fact, I would sack the quarterback. Just to give you an example. I'd sack the quarterback and I'd uh, wave to the opposing coach on the other end of the field, tell him to come get him because he he need to get out of here. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But uh, I was able to get away with it because I was getting the job done. Let me just say that. Well, the 10 years later when I got up there, I was the same way, talking trash. I was also the last recruit with Hatfield's class. So okay. I, I understood that. But I talked. As Limbo, I cuss you out in a heartbeat. They, they were telling me <laughs> I need to stop cussing. I cuss them out in a heartbeat. I get hit in the, in the field. I walk back to the huddle. Man, if I get hit like that again. I was a blank, 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 blank. <laughs> right. Hey, I better not get in like that again. I'm not yeah. talking so, to me. Don't get hit by yeah. <laughs> Well, well, right. I got hit that freshman year. Yeah. But, oh, you're wow. I wasn't there. I wasn't you there. there. You weren't there that year. Yeah. So, 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 Jimmy, let me ask you this, right? Uh, when were you with the Memphis Showboats? I, I know that's a part of your, your career right there. Yeah, when I went to when I first left Arkansas, of course, you know Dan Hampton, uh, we were the two All-American defensive uh, tackles at Arkansas, uh-huh. and he was a fourth player in the first round to get drafted, and I didn't get drafted at all. But uh, Edmonton, which was the best team in Canada, really was after me from the very start of the year. So I wound up going up there with Warren Moon and playing at Edmonton with, with the Eskimos. Of course, Edmonton was like the Pittsburgh Steelers of the seventies. We won great cup after great cup championship. So I was up there in the Canadian League for three, four years. And so when the USFL started, and um, I got a chance to, to jump across in the USFL to make a little bit more money, U.S. dollars instead of Canadian dollars, if you know what I mean. Right, right, but, uh, right. So I got a chance to come down, and uh, the very first year I played with Birmingham Stallions, and then the following two years I played in Memphis with Reggie White. So I've always got to claim the fame that, I was on opposite ends of two NFL Hall of Famers. One was Reggie White, and the other one was uh, Dan Hampton. So, but I would tell them all. I say, I, I I used to tease Dan and Reggie. I said, look, they're not going. They're going to come at you because they don't want to come on this side. Say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. So you made them Hall of Famers, in other words. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I got a credit for that. Well, the, yeah, they kept running to the way from them. That's right. That's what he did. <laughs> That's funny. Right there. That's good, though. No, yeah. I, the reason I was asking was Herschel Walker there on that, because I know Herschel Walker was, a, well, he started out as. Yeah, Herschel was there. He was a general. That was, 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 was Trump's team. Uh, no. Yeah, he was a New Jersey general. 
Oh, was so it? I got a chance to play. Yeah, got him and Okay. Yeah. And and we beat up on him. And then also, I need to report too now. Uh, uh, Arkansas, when I was when I was at uh, Central, we went to Jacksonville and beat them thirty-five to nothing. So. Oh. I it got personal. I just want to put that straight on. The, I, 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 I wasn't there. I wasn't there in seventy-one, man. So I was, <laughs> I was only six years old then, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, well, well, Jim, let me ask you this. What what was it like to play with Lee Otis and Dan and yourself in, in, in the trenches? What was practice like? It was I tell you, it was it's funny because I and I can tell this as well too, because I don't know, I didn't see this until after I left university. Okay. I didn't see this until um I left university that um I was one of the ones that was uh, thank you, thank you. These open up? No, they don't. They're all locked. Well, you, I'll be in this hallway. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I didn't see that right off the bat, um, but going in practice every day against a Leotis, because me and Leotis would always wind up in front of one another, you know, in one on ones. You know how, and and it's funny because people used to count like it may be ten people in a line going one on one, offensive line versus defensive line. And I would always have to be matched up against Lee Otis, who was the best offensive lineman. But I guess I must have been considered one of the best defensive linemen because the offensive lineman didn't want to – they'd see me going up in about three spots and they'd get behind somebody else and before you know it's me and Lee Otis again. But uh, I, know how that, I know how that was. Yeah, I know what you mean on that one, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the good Lord blessed me. I had – you know, I had a – I've been fortunate. The good Lord blessed me with a big old head, so I wore about an eight and a half and – <laughs> I know we lose the battle. <laughs> that was a big hit. I, I was looking at that, 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 that afro you had. Yeah. I, hey, well, I know. Where, where were y'all getting y'all's haircut? I, I saw that big old afro, man. That one like that. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I can answer that question. Where do we get our haircut at? Same in, the door, door, in the door. In the door. In the door. <laughs> we didn't have no barbershops up here back then. No, sir. No, no, ain't no such thing as a barbershop in Fayetteville, not back then. There wasn't none in the 80s either. <laughs> hey, I, I called home. This is no lie. We we were sitting, when I, my freshman year, when we got up there, we got, you know, we had the two a days and three a days, whatever. And we went to the city park, and the city police ran us out of the park. So, I walked up to we had a, a guy on our team from Fayetteville, Eric, uh, Eric Bradford. Yeah, Eric Bradford. And I asked EB, hey man, uh, where did you get your hair cut? They ain't even had no black barbershop. I'm going hey, I had to call my mom and say, hey mom, you know, I'm gonna have to let my hair grow a little bit longer, you know, since you know they don't have no barbers up there until we found Curtis Stiggers and Curtis Stiggers, you yeah. know. Took, yeah. took care of us. Man, the yeah. first thing, one of the first things I realized, I had to go to Walmart and buy a pair of wall clippers. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. and with the guards and cut my own hair. Yeah. So, yeah. And I came up here with a yeah. curl. 
So. You came up here messing up all the pillows up here? Yeah. The pillowcases and everything. Messing up the divans and everything else. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't no Stace Off-Road products up here. <laughs> so you had to cut it off, huh? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You take care of it. So, but yeah. And, but... Let, me, and let me give you another, another tip. See, when I was there, you know, you could go to you could go to Fayetteville and Springdale, but you couldn't go to go get caught in Rogers and Bentonville and all them <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's, that's where that's where Wendell lives now, all the way up there. Oh, is that don't, right? Don't you don't you wonder? I, I, like here, don't be don't be telling nobody where I live at, man. I might be warned by the police. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Wendell, 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 your place ain't even on GPS, dog. I try to get the last door I'm looking for. I can even find out the GPS. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But no, I, yeah, I live, I, I'm up here, I'm up here in, up here in uh, uh, north of Fayetteville, man. And, and it, you know, things have done, things have changed. Um, my daughter, okay. actually, my daughter actually lives up in uh, Centerton. She works for Walmart. So, I mean, life. I mean, I, when we got up here in the '80s, it was not too much better than it was in the '70s, if any. And, but now things things, okay. things have really, really have, have come oh, have it has. come around. It has. Yeah, and hey, I'm, and, and that black barbershop up there too. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah, they got that southern shop up there now. I, and I am proud to be from uh, to to live in Northwest Arkansas because this is one of the best places in in the in the nation to live right now. So, amen. Well, hey, hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. I'm from Kansas City. I yeah. used to say on my way home, if my car hits Springdale, it's not going to stop till I get to Joplin. <laughs> 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 I wasn't going to stop until I get to Joplin. That's what I said. If I, hit Spring, if I hit Springdale, next stop Joplin. I'm not stopping in between. <laughs> I know that's right. That's all right. All right, guys. Let's let's take let's take a little little break and uh, grab you a cup, get you a glass of water, something, and and we're gonna sit back and chill for about thirty forty seconds, and then we're gonna come back and and uh, Greg, I know you got some more questions you want to ask, Jim. Oh yeah, I got a lot of questions, bro. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, y'all All sit right. back, relax. Take us, take us a break. Okay. I'm telling you, that record's gonna break. But these All cats right. can flat out move. They sure can. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back to Three Hogs and a Mic with our special guest, Big Brother Jimmy Walk. How you doing, Brother Walk? How you feeling now? You get a little break? I'm feeling really good. I needed that break because, you know, you guys. <laughs> <are> just... <laughs> 
Well, here's here's my question right now. You you came up there to play with Coach Brawls. You said Coach Brawls made you feel like he didn't know you because he didn't call you by your name. But you also played with some some big time coaches. Uh, you had like Jimmy Johnson and they said Coach Turner and Coach Horton. Who are the other coaches on that staff? Well, you got to also realize Pete Carroll. That was his first start. He was a really? coach. He Pete stayed Carroll. in the in the dorm. Pete Carroll would do the curfew check, so we would always threaten him that if he told on us, we would have his neck because he wasn't <laughs> but a couple years older than we were. Pete, you mean Pete, Pete, Carroll. Carroll, Pete Carroll was the – I didn't know he was a coach up here. Yeah, he was a GA. Yeah. I yeah, did not know that. He stayed, he stayed at the Wilson Sharp dorm with us, so basically he did all the curfew checks, you know, my freshman year. But you got to realize that we had a great uh, – Coach Brawls had a great thing of coaches with – with uh, Jimmy Johnson and Joe Gibbs was the offensive line coach and uh, really uh, Joe Gibbs too. Yeah, and in my my junior year, you know they hired uh, one to my junior year we we hired Lou Holtz and and uh, Money Kiffin. So I had a lot. Of, I have a lot of great coaches. That's one thing about it. You know, uh, Brawls would be able to recruit. That's why they got the Frank Bro. I mean the Brawls Award for the best assistant because he had some of the best assistants. I'm going to say, man, because he a lot of those assistants don't want. Uh, Super Bowls. Yes, sir. Super Bowls. Yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, those were they. We had a lot of great coaches up there. That to say the least. I see why. I see why y'all won so many games. Yeah, it was ranked yeah. in the top ten. Right, right. They 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 put together game plans. I'll give them that. You know they. You know because we got to realize Arkansas, talent wise, probably didn't match up against a lot of it. We had the coaches though to make those adjustments. You know. And they, those coaches had us believing that we could run through brick walls, you know, when when brick walls presented, you know, itself. Right. Well, well, since you you brought that up, what do you think the program doing now? How do you how do you feel about it? I think it's going in the right direction. Really, we don't have a choice but to be better right now because of what basketball and baseball and track has done. It's put the pressure on football because you got to realize football. Is the the, the 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 number one sport up right. at the university? Yeah, that's so right. We that's got, a flagship right got, there. Yeah, yeah, football has got to pick it up this year, and I'm I'm not talking about next year. I'm saying this year, you know. And I think Pittman has got him going in the right direction. He's getting a lot of uh, quality players to come up there that believe in his system, and that's all it takes is uh, somebody you know that can recruit players that they can believe in what they what the coaches are, are teaching them. Well, well, before you came on, Wendell was was discussing Florida State and Clemson, talking about joining the SEC as Texas and Oklahoma. What do you think about this super conference that we're trying to trying to build up? What do you think about that? Man, that's crazy. I mean, you know, you just don't you don't that that it, <laughs> it's already not going to be a break anyway. There's no power anymore. You know, to where you can get a break that week. So, you know, every week it's going to be you got to play your A game in order to get a victory. And this, you know, so, and that's the thing about it. It's starting, it, it's starting it, it's to get almost work. like the NFL. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're quality. Some of them are getting paid like the NFL. Some well, players getting paid like the NFL. Well, that's true. I, so, and that's what I was going to ask Jimmy, too, what he thought about the name, image, and likeness thing that they got down where, where they're starting, where players can start earning earning a living playing. Well, I'm I'm, I'm pissed off because this shit this should have 45. <laughs> 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 
I mean, it's good. You know, man, those players need to, they earn, they need to have something. I mean, if you look at the, the money that the university is making off of these guys, but I, I you know, I just don't know how they're going to manage it, to be honest with you, as far as, because you look at, I feel sorry, I mean, I feel kind of bad for the team, the schools like Arkansas Tech and UCA and UAPB and, you know, there's local schools around here that they won't get the same type of advertisement like some of the others are getting. Right. And so, well, if you put, you put a product on the field, you will. You you put that product on the field and be successful, you will. Yeah, but, you I mean, know, you, it, uh, it, it's still going to be difficult to match. Like, we've got guys that sign, and they got, these guys are signing contracts already before the season yes. even you know, and it's 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 big. They're getting big money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and because uh, we were we were control. talking about the uh, quarterback at Alabama and the and the uh, quarterback for Alabama A and M, where I mean, both of them are already making seven figures. Oh, is that right? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about this? The quarterback here that's right down the street over in South Lake, Texas, he's going to skip his senior year and go ahead and enroll up at Ohio State. And I think he's wow. the number two, number two kid, uh, number two player in the nation for next year. And he's skipping his senior year to get the name, image, and likeness. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, how is he going to be able to do that? Because you got to have that you gotta degree have from high school. Uh, you got to have the, well, yeah. you got to graduate know, down, from high we, school. We, we, hey, we, we, we do different stuff down. You know, some of us be holding kids back and, and moving. Ain't no telling. He's already 18. So I don't know what the deal is, but they say he, he is foregoing. Yeah, he probably already had his credit. If he's already 18, you know, going yeah. on 19, he's already he should have enough credits. Well, oh, okay. and, yeah. and, and, and then again, too, these kids nowadays they reclassify, they reclassify, especially basketball. They reclassify and go to a prep school before they come to college. So, you well, know, they well, here's the deal too, Wendell. They take they take extra classes too. They take a uh, uh, weighted classes to get more credits and stuff. You know, they're taking wow. college courses already. You know, we got kids up here where I, where I teach it, they're going in as sophomores because they had enough credit hours. Wow. Well, I could have did that. I couldn't have. I couldn't have done it. I'm trying, trying to worry about eating and stuff and having fun. I wouldn't worry about going to That's crazy. You know, I'll be, be a high school kid as long as I possibly could. No, I had enough. I, cre- I had enough credit coming from Kansas City, uh, uh, Kansas City School District when I moved back to Arkansas. That I, I had enough credit. Yeah, you went to Slago. I had Slagle. enough credit. Slago, Slago, not even credit dated. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Ar- Arkansas recognized it's it. Kansas City. It's Kansas City. It's Kansas City, Kansas. There ain't nothing over there. And I even credited her over We're talking about it in the 80s, man. We ain't talking about it right now. I'm talking about the 80s. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Well, I'm talking about when you went to school there. But but I understand I understand what you're saying, that, you know, the kids these days, they, you know, they are taking these AP courses and stuff where they're getting college credit at the same time as they're, you know, they're, yeah. they're getting their high school diploma. So, um, so it, it, so, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Also, yeah, but you still have to also look at you look at a program like Alabama, where there's all kind of sponsors that's wanting to sponsor. Oh yeah, guys at Alabama, you know, and so it's like, man, it's 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 gonna be crazy, crazy. The, you know, if I had a kid, you know, it's just like if we had kids, children now of age, 
we would want to send them where they can make the most money for the for the name. Right. You know, it's like man. Well, forget about the NFL. You gonna make that kind of money right now in in, uh, in college. Yeah, that's what, what Limbo was talking about just, last week. What you just yeah. said, Jimmy. Now you're getting greedy parents involved. You're already bad enough trying to get kids into college and trying to get them scholarships. Now you put the factor of them getting the name, image likeness. Oh my God! It's just, it's just, it's just the biggest headache in the world. And, you know, and once I, you start I, can see, I can see in, somebody getting upset right. Now, one of the parents getting upset in the stands if if the star player gets pulled from a game because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. I can see them right, just right. click, just going off in the stands or or in the yeah. bleachers. Oh yeah. yeah. See what they need to do. Y'all need to work on this. They need to have something for the old heads so they, <laughs> they go back and pay us, stop paying us for what we <laughs> reparation pay. <laughs> we 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 can't even unionize, man. That's, that's what they try to do. This here. You talking about getting retro pay? But shoot, all they want. Hey, hey, all they want to give us is a fish dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, and uh, now you gotta pay for that. Well, and now you gotta pay for that. Jimmy, Jimmy, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, because I know we're we're uh, we're uh, with the guys from getting in the eighties. What was where, what was your two week uh, stipler stipler? Man, I don't, it it was it's so low. Yeah, it was it was it really it was it, it was pathetic. You know, all we could do is go buy another new toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> So, and we <laughs> and we complain about the twenty five every two weeks. Man, we were getting wow. that. We were wow. not getting that at all. Yeah. So when you went on the road trips, when y'all flew on planes, they weren't coming down giving you a little per diem money. Yeah, but you know, like I said, it was it wasn't enough to even think about. I mean, uh, I, like I said, I was I would be on the road trip hoping that my parents would show up so I could get some additional money. <laughs> so somebody somebody come through and help me. <laughs> hey, I, I, I remember one place we went to I went to uh, got my little per damn money and went to go try to buy some shades or something. Could didn't even have the money enough money to get the shades. So I said, Well I guess I'd wait on the next trip. Wow. You know? Wow. <laughs> but it, it, wow. it wasn't that's why I said I'm. I'm glad for the guys now that's gonna be getting, you know, these, these this money. Uh, I just hope they can control it to make it fair for all the athletes. Well, you know, well, they'll never be able to make it fair though, Jimmy. It, it can't be fair because it's all on projection and, and, and thought process, and so. I know, but but what what should happen is that they should uh, have a set thing for all the university. I mean, for all the athletes on the team. They should be able to get something, make the sponsors pay for not only the one name that they really want to use, but pay for all the athletes on the team, you know. So everybody. You need to be on that committee then. You need to be on that committee because we're going to have kids. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I know. We need your account to work on One kid making uh, seven figures and the other kids on the team not making anything. Yeah, it's going to happen. I know it. That's why they need to have something where at least those players get, say, fifty thousand. Every one of them on the team get fifty thousand. You know, just to be part of that, you know, team, so they can. I'm still mad, Jimmy, because I'm greedy. 
Because I make it seven figures. <laughs> I'm still mad. Yeah, but if you get, you get fifty thousand, you ain't never had nothing. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and you ain't, yeah, and you ain't on the field. I mean, hey. yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> sit your greedy ass yeah, down you, somewhere and shit. Yeah, be quiet. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. That would be. Yeah, yeah, if you ain't even on the field, yeah, you might yeah, need you to shut up. You get fifty thousand dollars. Hey, you better not. You better not even open your mouth and say anything. <laughs> Exactly. Well, well, Jimmy, I'm not gonna lie to you. I know some guy that got that fifty thousand, and they didn't share. It's all oh, I'm I not. Okay, so we we realize that. Hey, you got to realize I had two boys being recruited, and one broke all the Herschel Walker's records in the state of Georgia. So we saw the, the best of all lives before he chose to go to Notre Dame. Uh huh. Yeah. And so uh, that was my youngest son, Darius Walker, who who still holds some of the records in Georgia as a running back. And he's like third all-time league rusher in Notre Dame history. So why did he, did he not get recruited by Arkansas? You know what happened? When Houston Nutt was there, uh, my oldest son wanted to come to Arkansas. He was a fullback. And, of course, they both uh, grew up in Georgia. And so uh, the oldest boy wanted to come to Arkansas. Houston said he didn't have a scholarship for a fullback. So my, my oldest son wound up signing and going to uh, Jacksonville State in Alabama. And so uh – -huh. Needless to say, when Darius came along and broke all these records, uh, Houston Nutt came running, and, you know, Darius let me know and Houston know, you didn't want my brother, so don't even yeah. think about coming to me. Wow. And I told Houston, well, man, I, it was all I could do just to get him to go visit the university because Houston dropped the ball. Me and Houston played junior high ball. Played together. together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He should have created a scholarship for, for my oldest boy. You know, in my yeah, but it, it didn't happen, and so my youngest boy wound up going to Notre Dame, and you know the rest is history. Wow, that's that's crazy. Wow, that's that's a miss. That's a miss. That's a huge miss. Oh yeah, well, yeah. He was, he was legit. I mean, he, like I said, he played. He's an ESPN analyst now on the West Coast, and he played five years in the NFL and walked away from it and started signing the, uh, a, a television contract. So he was a lot smarter than I was. Let me say that. Well, he yeah. just invited to take a beating. <laughs> He's got about that, Joker. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, here, 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 let me ask a question, Greg. I'm with you. Let me ask a question. Hey, when y'all played in the Orange Bowl, you know, I heard they was disrespecting y'all and thinking that y'all were, we're, we're Oklahoma and stuff. Oklahoma. Yeah, I read that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now here's the deal. I, I got to say this. I ain't talking about it, but I'm still saying in uh, 87, they took, they took, we took ass whoop because y'all whooped their yeah. ass. So they took yeah, it back we... out on us. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. They run the reverses and everything up 40 something to nothing. <laughs> and they run the reverses because of you guys. Okay. <laughs> but, but you got to realize what happened. When we was in Miami walking, we, you know, we, both of our uh, colors were similar. And we'd be walking downtown shopping, have our little shopping bags. People would run up to us thinking we were Oklahoma players. Hey, let me get your autograph. Y'all Oklahoma, right? We tell them Arkansas. And they say, oh, they didn't even want our, they didn't even want our <laughs> autograph. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey. run up to us like, you know, hey, you don't even want our autographs? And so it was like, you know, they didn't give us a chance. But people didn't realize we had the number two defense in the country. And we would always say, hey, the worst thing could happen it would just be wind up zero to zero because, you know, we had three guys suspended off the team. 
And, yeah. you know, and it was like our offense. So we went to an 18 and a half point underdog. But we had on the defense saying, well, hey, well, if worse could happen, it'd be 0-0. Zero, zero. You know, because they, they Oklahoma's used to playing them Iowa State and Kansas and all the big corn fed boys that couldn't move. And we were on defense, man. They hadn't seen no quickness and, 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 and finesse like we had for them. You know, that's well, how I got I'm, I'm gonna tell you that they, they they were playing that same Iowa State and Kansas and still whooped our ass. So <laughs> <laughs> they still put whooping on us, bro. Hey Jimmy, I think I think Greg went over there and stole something from him. Hey, yeah, I told boy. Back. Because they whooping our ass. I said, man, whoever stole something, give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. that wasn't that wasn't a very good showing that night. But hey, we, didn't, I, we didn't play well. I remember that because hey. I, I was I was trying to rehash some of the old stuff, but it didn't ha- didn't turn out that way. Hey, we uh, we embarrassed everybody that night. Hey Jimmy, uh, uh, oh, hey, Barry Switzer, Barry Switzer wasn't playing that night. No. I'm telling you, he 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 did not want to get embarrassed. He you know he called he didn't call the dogs off either. Hey Jimmy, really? hey, wow. Jimmy, uh, yeah, uh, Greg. Was telling Pat Martin, Patrick Martin, that uh, that team, that (laughs) what did you say? The seventy, your your team was better. Man, they couldn't have played with us, man. They could not have played with us. I tell them all the time. And Pat gets so mad, he he just he cursed me and walk away. I said, you bring your seventy eight team and come up there and play with that that eighty five team. Not eighty five team will whoop y'all's butt. We were good in eighty five. Guess well, what? I'm going to 7018. Hey, hey just tell him when he wakes up from that dream, let me know. Tell him what I We wasn't having none. We wasn't having none of it. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this before I go. We would have loved to play that 85 team. No, you couldn't. You couldn't have done nothing with us. You couldn't have done nothing with us, man. Couldn't y'all couldn't. Have, you wouldn't have got 10 yards offense. Hey, Jimmy, we might have lost a quarterback. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'd have, hey, I'd have been helped. I'd have been, and not only I'd have been telling the coach come here, but I'd have been taking him off over there. Y'all. <laughs> Jimmy, boy, Patrick gets so mad when I say that. I, if Pat and I sit down having a normal conversation, eating food, and I look uh-huh. at Pat and say, hey, man, you know what? We would have whooped that 78 team, but <laughs> well, he gets mad and he just storms off, cusses me. Yeah. <laughs> we have a pretty yeah. good team in 85, though. We, we, you, you talking about opportunities missed. We lost 10 to 6 against AM and, and we lost 15 to 13 to Texas. Yeah. Okay. And, and we, and it's no, it's just no reason when you look when we look back on that we should have lost either of those games, and 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 we did, and six points separated us from playing for the national championship in '85. Six points. Now the the '78 we should have gotten the national championship because we beat Oklahoma, who was the number one team in the country, and uh, Notre Dame beat Texas, who was the number two team, and leapfrogged us to win the national championship. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. So we should have been the championship because, I mean, we surpassed all odds. I mean, we had, we came in there as an 18 and a half point underdog. Not nobody in the country gave us a chance, and it wasn't even close. You know, in Oklahoma, they were used to scoring. They they were used to uh, 
uh, rushing for 500 yards a game and scoring all this. So, you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well, well I know, I know it was a, I know, I know y'all made Razorback history and y'all always go down in history for what y'all did, you know. Yeah. And, and I want to ask, how does it, I mean, playing, I know, I know that, you know, Dan got the credit with your NFL and Hall of Fame, but how does it feel that you got a, that you played with a Hall of Fame? Or two Hall well, of Fame, actually. You know, right, with Major Mike. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't, but you know, it's like I have to realize, I have to just think back and, God had a different, he had his hand on me and my health. And, you know, I've been, have never had any surgeries. And I just wouldn't swap it for the world. I mean, the notoriety was one thing, but my health is another. And God had his hand on me. He just had a different plan for me. And so that's what I look at is that, hey, I didn't thrive like I wanted to, say, in the NFL. But, you know, I'm thriving now. You know, like I'm, I'm part of Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Little Rock. And, you know, I'm trying to help mentor these young kids. And that's the thing that I think that, you know, by doing God's work, you know, because he kept me healthy and wise and everything. He helped with a sound mind. I can't do nothing but thank the good Lord for the path that I'm on because, you know, I didn't have 16 knee surgeries like Dan. And I didn't have, you know, I'm still around, you know, unlike, say, Reggie. And, you know, so I've just got so much to be thankful for that I don't look at what could have, should have happened. But you know, I just look at what what God had His hand, His path for me to take. Well, Jimmy, well, uh, let, let, before, go ahead, Greg. Well, I, I want to say that I, I learned today that we still don't have you in the College Football Hall of Fame, and, and we're gonna we're gonna make a pledge to start pushing that envelope. And I, I want to be the first to tell you that uh, we're gonna jump on that bandwagon and start pushing that. So you you hear you heard it here. That we're going to nominate you for that. We're going to go through the proper channels and and, and, and see where, where that lies. What do you think about that? Man, that that'd be awesome. I mean, I'm just telling you, it would be that would be the really the the the, the cap to put on. You know, the, the seal the seal to put on my career is to be knowing that I was appreciated by my peers as well as you know former teammates and future teammates that they they would think of me to want to nominate me for the. Uh, Hall of Fame because, uh, yes, I, I think I my numbers deserve, you know, I should be there. But, you know, hey, we're leaving in God's hand. And, guys, I really appreciate you uh, feeling that way. And, and, hey, let's make it happen. We go, hey, hey, it's on the agenda, big brother. Big brother, hey. Great one. Yes, sir. And we appreciate everything you did and, and thankful that, that you got up there before us and, and that we could call on you and, and just reminisce and have a good time. Well, Thank man, you, sir. You, know, you guys be blessed, and don't 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 hesitate to call me and invite me back on the show. I mean, I'll be glad to, to represent. That's for sure. Well, Jimmy, right. Jimmy, I want to appreciate you. Uh, what I was going to say, uh, and uh, before then, is that the three hogs in a mic, or not just necessarily three hogs in a mic, but the hogpen.org. We are uh, partnering in a, a, a golf tournament with the uh, Pro- Prostate Cancer Foundation of Arkansas. Okay. And we, they have a golf tournament that's coming up in October. And, you know, if you were interested, uh, we'll get you the information. It's going to be up here at the Springdale uh, Country Club. Okay. And uh, if you're interested in it, come up and, you know, and, and hang out with us and, and, and everything. Here. All right. Uh, 
Man, I'm definitely interested. So y'all definitely send me the information and we'll make it happen. All right then. Yes, sir. All right. And now you may not, you may not want me on your team, but uh, <laughs> well, well, Greg, you, you probably hey, hey, Greg, hey Greg, you probably want me on your team, so you don't look this bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take us out, Wendell. Appreciate you guys, man, and y'all keep doing what you're doing. Love, thank you, sir. Appreciate you, appreciate you, Jimmy. All right. Okay. Bye, bye. All right, guys. That was, you know what? I enjoyed talking to him. He, he, that was, that was a flashback from the past, right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, well, go ahead. Well, I just say you just never know. And you sit back and you meet somebody, and then you lose touch, and then. You have an opportunity like we have now. We we have a for, uh, a format and a platform that we can start doing this stuff, and we just need to make sure that we utilize it and and start reaching out and start socializing with with some of our greats again. Right, exactly. Well, here's the deal too, man. I just remember walking down the hallway in complex and seeing this picture up there, and I look at it every day and say, man, this dude right here, this dude, two-time All-American, I mean, All-Southwest Conference All-American. And you know, and he did it in the seventies. Right. Yeah. You know. It's amazing. And it was just it's, like this dude was a bad brother. It's amazing, man. That uh, and and not only that, but you have to realize what African American players had to go through back then. You Absolutely. Know, I mean, you know, it times were tough back then, especially down in the south and stuff. So, I had my hats off to him. My hats off to him, man. And uh, but uh, next week. If I'm not mistaken, Greg, who uh, uh, let our listeners know who we're going to have as a guest for next week. Oh, next week we're going to have Big Brother Joe Klein. All right. Joe Klein will come. He'll join us. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, to hanging out and chatting it up with that brother too, man. One of my favorite people. Uh, and the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Joe Klein from Slater Moe. I remember. Joe Klein from Slater Moe. My freshman year in college going into the BA, and I, I look up, and, and, and this giant come walking up out the door. I didn't know what to think. Man. I was like, what the heck? But, yeah. Yep. That's good. It's going to be an interesting yeah. conversation for sure. All right. Great show, brother. Appreciate you. All right, you Woo guys. Pig. All right.